Hello, and welcome to ASMR Get Out of the Whale. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, even though Dr. Andrew Michaels knows something strange is going on, not even he is prepared for what he's about to discover. Hello, Dr. Andrew Michaels. Yes, I am an octopus, for lack of a better term. The word I would use to describe my race and myself. Hmm, octopus fits quite nicely. Good enough for you. Good enough for your people, but if I was to give you the words that we use to describe ourselves, I don't think you could pronounce it, but that's fine. Does it really matter? In the end, I am here to discuss my people and our cause with you. I know you are not a true elected official of your race, but I think you will stand in quite well to represent them and hear what we have to say. I have your assurances that you will dispense this knowledge on a need-to-know basis, of course, amongst your people. Good. Good. My race is not long-lived. No, we only have a lifespan of five of your years. But we speak psionically through our minds to each other, much in the same way I am talking to you right now. The human visage you see in front of you the close approximation of the human mouth, why that is just me talking, making you think you're hearing the words, yet you're actually hearing the words inside your mind. I know you can relate to this, Dr. Andrew Michaels, and uh, I'm sure you can convince my receptionist of the same. Though she thinks I am human, she knows now that I am not. Her boss is not an alien as you thought. Her boss is a creature of the ocean. A race long, long, long lived. We evolved hundreds of millions of years ago, before the first great cataclysm something you would call a life die-off. You might have seen it in the fossil record. I believe your people are aware of some of the great die-offs in the past. These die-offs were caused by an alien race that came to Earth. They challenged our people 
they challenged us to a war of cert certain parameters, and winner took all. We were a highly evolved, intelligent species. We had our own society deep in the oceans. Some of us had already begun traveling amongst the land and exploring this new part of the planet, yet we were always at home in the ocean, and that's when they came. Oh, and they found us. They caused earthquakes, tremors, storms to announce their presence until we announced ours. We were alone back then, the only race of our kind, a sentient being on the earth. To be alone, to be the first intelligently evolved creature on such a vast planet as Earth was quite a thing for us to come to grips with. And then to find out there was alien races somewhere else on some far-flung planet how our universe worked, how the planets were revolved around the sun, how the sun was a star amongst the many stars in the sky. We were very advanced, but we didn't look above. We looked down below. We studied, we dug, we mined. We used the earth as our laboratory, and we had no sense of greater purpose outside of the globe that we lived on. When they came, we were ill-prepared, to say the least, to defend the honor of this planet. They chose five of their greatest warriors, and we chose five of ours. We knew not what to expect. They met us on an island, and we fought to the death, and I assure you, we performed gallantly, but absolutely physically, we failed miserably. All five of our warriors were dis destroyed, murdered, killed. Murder amongst races of intelligence was something alien to us. They murdered these warriors we sent to the island to battle. I must assure you that we were stunned by this behavior. We understood it, but we didn't know that that was what they were going to do. I don't know if you can understand that. I'm trying to relay these messages. A race of sentient beings, yes, we ate food, yes, we murdered other animals for food sources. But you don't kill another sentient being, another intelligent creature. Something with self-awareness. That was such an alien concept to us. And in many ways it still is. Our proud race has a very low incident record of homicide, unlike your own. We didn't understand the concept even with the rules spelled out before us. And as we were mourning the five that were murdered, they landed. They landed by their own rules they had won, 
and they could land their vessels and collect the materials that they wanted for their galactic trophy room, their galactic zoo. They poisoned our planet with microbes and viruses and bacteria that we weren't prepared for. And there was a great die-off after they left. Almost all life on the planet Earth died off. Being that we were so far removed deep in the ocean, we were able to survive. But even our population was exposed to some degree because we didn't know about microbiology. We brought the bodies back. The caretakers, the loved ones of those deceased, were all contaminated by these microbes, this microbe invasion they left behind. We realized it, and in time we stopped it. The contamination was held quarantined, if you will, and our people survived. But it was a horrible lesson learned, and we waited, and we trained. And we taught our children that they were going to return someday to punish us further if we were not ready to fight. We developed a warrior race, an offshoot of our population, trained to use the great camouflage and imitation tricks that our ancestors taught us. And we passed them on from one generation of our people to the next, our minds always absorbing the lessons of the past, the memories. Why soon we found ourselves lost in this fear of a future coming combat. We realized we had lost our culture, we had lost our love for art, for each other even breeding our children to be warriors, not scientists, not artists, not miners, not jewelers. You would like our homes. They are so starkly decorated, but have the most beautiful jewels in them. We like bright and shiny things, and we admire the women of your planet that wear diamonds on their fingers and rubies and emeralds. It's quite exquisite that we have something we share, such a little thing we share in common with each other. Could we find common ground in this small little thing of wearing jewels together? Displays of beauty of the planet Earth on our fingers, in our homes. I ask you this, Dr. Andrew Michaels, and I ask you as one man, one, one male creature to the next, do you think you could fight a foe you do not know? Do you think you're ready to defend your people against this foe? Their champions bred long before we ever evolved life from the microbes we came from, pouncing down upon you with weapons so advanced, you don't stand a chance. 
and uh, and our own feeble understanding of these technologies, these weapons, these warriors. It's amazing. How do you think you would fare with your ape-like skills, your robotic technologies, your guns, your bombs? Hmm. I don't know. But I digress. I do not go where my mind should go, and that is to the next onslaught. By then, another race had evolved. The great bees, the great English bees of Europe. You call them English flies, I think, maybe, or honeybees. But these bees, they evolved on the main continent of Europe and found a nesting hive home deep in northern England. When the next storm came, when the aliens announced their presence, when they called out for us for champions, we discovered there was another race, just as old and ancient as ours. This time they would stand with us, side by side. We drew lots three of their warriors and two of ours. And maybe, with our combined might, we might fend off this usurper, this invader, this malicious enemy. Maybe together we could beat them. We fared much better this time. One of the bee warriors and one of the octopus survived. But we were utterly defeated. Our warrior only survived because they thought he was dead. And the bee only survived because he had managed to carry one of their warriors high enough and kill him with a deadly stinging strike. The sad part is, as the bee landed, clutching their warrior, we realized that they had lost. And as he walked up to challenge the rest, he was disemboweled by the other alien warriors. He could not stand alone against them. Our warrior was too broken, too bruised to help him. And they claimed victory. They struck across our planet, stole the life forms for their museums, their trophy rooms, their world, and they left again, left us with nothing but a hollowed out planet covered in disease and pestilence, all remaining life forms dying. It was horrible horrible to witness, but yet again, we failed. The third time 
the aliens came, things did not improve. Things became worse for us. By this time, there was a third race. A humanoid cat. A true warrior race had evolved on the planet. Unlike the hive mind of the bees, unlike the duplitous hidden nature of the imitators like us, the cat warriors were a true and honorable race of humanoids. They do not look much like you, more like a humanoid cat. I'm sure you're not familiar with them, and they were deadly. Every part of their life had evolved to kill these alien life forms, and they despised them beyond belief. They were single-minded in their purpose. There was nothing but evil intent in their heart. All they wanted to do was seek revenge and kill those who had destroyed their ancestors in the past. They had a tribal memory of them coming down and ravaging the planet, and they were set to seek revenge. We drew lots and tried to convince them to allow one of our warriors each to help, but they refused, and all five lots were given to the cat warriors. They faced off against the alien invaders, and sadly, they were miserably destroyed. Their anger, their hatred, their single-mindedness. They had no experience fighting them. It was like the first time we fought them so many, many eons ago. They were destroyed utterly and without sympathy. Great roars came from their people. They were enraged. They had let hatred overtake them, and the aliens knew it. They were prepared for this. Their experience with past races told them that sooner or later we would try something like this, a warrior race to bred to destroy them, and they were prepared for it. They fed off the hatred of them. And with our warriors defeated, they ravaged the planet once more. I tell you this, these shared memories, they're like my memories. My parents passed them on to me and their parents passed them on to them. We can hook ourselves up to machines and we can show you the events like a television broadcasts signals to your eyes. And in that way, you could share the memory, too. But I tell you this, you do not want to see what I have inside my mind. To see so many races, so many creatures, so many plants, so many trees, so many great whales now sucked up into these ships, taken away for food, for trophy, for museums, our planet stripped and then left sick, our planet left helpless, our planet left defenseless. And, of course, you know 
Maybe you know about the last time. They came and they landed on an island, an island that you called Atlantis. They brought the storms with them. This time, instead of landing on an isolated island to fight, they landed on the central, cultural, most advanced city in the on the planet. They landed in Atlantis. They challenged the Atlanteans, which were not human, believe it or not. They were marsupial humans. They had evolved so similar to humans that they tried to pass as humans. They even built a city to try to share the technology with the burgeoning early human race and and pass on their knowledge to help the evolving human race become part of our global defense system. Now there was four of us. We drew lots. We tried everything we could. One warrior from each tribe and two cat warriors total. And we fought. We fought them down to the last man, a cat and an alien. And we watched our last warrior fall. But this time we were ready for them. Their ships landed down on Atlantis to strip the city, to take the people to mock and laugh. But the xenophobic, marsupial people were prepared for them. They had long hidden themselves from everyone. And they were waiting, oh, were they waiting. And they detonated a doomsday device that swamped the entire city, destroyed one of the alien ships, and sucked it deep down into the ocean. We didn't win. They didn't win either. This time we fought back. With the weapons developed over a million years of time, we detonated bombs everywhere they landed, destroying many of their ships. They still took their trophies. They still took their food. They still took their museum pieces. But they didn't get off scot-free. Many of them died in their efforts. And they were angry. They destroyed many cities on the earth. Rained down fire. Destroyed nine cities in the Middle East. What you call the Middle East. You might know the story as Sodom and Gomorrah. A time when many, many cities were destroyed by fire from the sky. And so many people died. So many horrors were witnessed. So much knowledge lost. So many destroyed. Our societies were all fragmented. What did they do? Why did they do it? All our home cities were were attacked, our people scattered from their underwater cities, 
They had broken the rules. The marsupial people had broken the rules. And now all of our cities, our cultures were rent asunder. Millions of years of progress destroyed in a blast of energy. And they weren't happy until they destroyed all of our ancient cultures, scattered us across the planet. We lost so much. We lost so much. And now I come to the present. There are five of us. The octopus, the marsupial, the cats, the bees, and you, the apes. You humans, you primates. It's time for you to join us. Five against five. Evolutionarily speaking, this is our best chance to defend the planet when they come, and they are coming. You need to use your technology to build the weapons. We need to fight them. None of our races ever developed the penchant for technology like you did. We need to give you our knowledge, our memories, our shared experiences, and your greatest, sharpest minds must develop the weapons and the technology to help our five greatest warriors defend this planet. We have a detente with the aliens. They will not come down and break the rules and take what they want. They will adhere to the warrior code and the warrior battle. You must help us. Five versus five. Together with our natural powers and abilities and your technology, we can defeat them and push them off our planet once and for all. And I assure you, they do not like collecting where they lose. They only like to show where they've won. You can make this happen. I know our races are long-lived, but we never had a use or an understanding or a desire to develop technology. Yet your race, with no knowledge of any of the past, except fables of spacemen, fables of angels, fables of demons coming from the sky, your race developed a penchant for technology far beyond anything the four of our races combined had, has ever done. You want to see far away in the distance, you build a telescope. You want to study the stars, you send up a space probe. You build a spaceship. You travel to the moon. You travel to the deepest recesses of the ocean, to the Marianas Trench that... Nothing is hidden from you in your eyes. We took great strides in technology just to hide ourselves from you and let you develop independently from us as we gathered our societies back together over these last 40,000 years. They're coming 
sooner and faster. Their population needs the food source. They need nourishment. They need to prove their young warriors. So many planets have chosen to destroy themselves, then allow them to corrupt them and defeat them. We are one of the few remaining, and the cycle is going to be coming more and more often if we do not throw them away and throw them back now. We must defeat them now, or they will be our slave masters for all of eternity. I don't know if you quite understand what we're dealing with here, but I think you can. I think you can see what I'm saying in your mind. I think my memories, my shared memories from a thousand ancestors are now coursing through your mind. Your imagination seeing Atlantis toppling, our underwater city toppling, the lost city of Australia, Asia, England, all being pushed deep into the recesses of the ocean. I think you can see these things in your mind, and I think you could see that there is hope in numbers. We've been waiting for someone to ascend, and you, the primates, have ascended. And then you've ascended in a most spectacular way. Our scientists will work with yours, and maybe, just maybe, we can put together a plan to defeat them. We must follow the rules, and only five of our greatest warriors can go in there on that island and fight back. Do you wish to join us, Dr. Andrew Michaels? Do you think your people will listen? Do you think your scientists will help us? And most of all, I ask you one Simple question, do you, human beings, love your children like we do? Because if you do, you need to be very, very, very afraid right now. Because the end is here. This is the apocalypse. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Huello. Remember to stay tuned for the next installment of this story, coming soon. When you have a moment, please take the time to rate and review this podcast. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardohuello at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you. <laughs>